Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now here are your hosts, Eric Calvino, Ivan Ocampo, and Jim Rodriguez. And the good times continue as the Cigar Snob Magazine Podcast rolls on with my guys, Ivan Ocampo, Eric Calvino, I'm Jim Rodriguez. What's up, boys? What's happening, Jimmy? I, I, I can see Eric with a fresh tan from Las Vegas. Plenty to get into. You and Yami were out in That's Sin right. City for PCA. That's right, buddy. The annual trade show of the cigar business. So yeah. we'll hit That's the awesome. highlights and some some pretty big news this coming guy, out uh, of that. I've been, work, I've been working on my voice. Yeah. So you should be hearing me <laughs> nice and clear. Been projecting my voice. Oh, I like uh, this. At home, so hopefully it's coming through <laughs> nice and strong. As they would say in Spanish, la voz que embaraza. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but I've been also uh, out of town. You you were out of town this weekend. I was. I not was not in the Maldives or Vegas, but Marco Island. There you go, Marco Island. Hey, Very nice. nice. Yeah, I I was in the hood of Kendall, as as Alex Rodriguez would say, run, running yeah. around, <laughs> grilling and making you know having a good I still, time. With the I kids. have a hard time with that. Like that <sighs> that A Rod called Kendall the hood. <laughs> I mean, I mean, any any part any neighborhood where the where they literally roll up the sidewalks at nine o'clock. Is not the hood, but you yeah. know, God bless him. God bless Alex Rodriguez. The man, the man's the, a master mark. But is there anybody who's gone from hero to villain back to hero faster than A Rod? Uh, he needs impressive. Write, he needs to write a book about that. Hasn't he? Not yet. Not yet. No. Not yet. Shit. Oh, not yet. Not yet. I don't All think right. so. I don't. Uh, well, I'll get on it. Maybe I'll write a book and I'll just call it. There you go. But I'm going to be J Rod. I, I mean, exactly. J Rod show is uh, is 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 going to be a very intimate popular item these days but <laughs> yes we'll get into that later hey so obviously we're going to touch all the pca highlights for you uh smoking a nice little smoky tree today a little my father le bijou 1922 100 años 100 años nice size too yeah we'll get into that we're going to share a smoke with omar fernandez that's right as we talk about humidity and humidification very pertinent topic, right? Uh, you know, in Vegas, right? From I mean, Vegas, everything dries out from your eyeballs to your toes. I mean, everything is dry out there, including your cigars to your toe balls. But that's <laughs> a, that, that's a whole different story. So you know, and again, it depends what country, uh, what part of the country you live in, what part of the world you live in. If you're in in a really dry desert climate, if you live in that tropical climate, so we'll we'll break all that down for you. So good stuff. And now, of course, the man behind Chente, Jasper. What you got? If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. 
The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one, and tell them Jasper sent you. Caballeros, que fuman. So as Jim mentioned earlier, we are smoking the My Father Lebeju 1922 Cien Años. So this is a cigar that was given to me by Pepping and Jaime mm. at the trade show this past weekend. Nice. So so normally they, you know, they give you a couple cigars. I was like, hey, can you give me three so that we can do it on the show? So uh so yeah, really excited to try this. So I've I've always been a fan of the regular standard Le Bijou. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is this is basically the same blend as the Le Bijou, which has garnered super high ratings in our magazine and other magazines. It's a phenomenal cigar. This is a Vitola that was never available for. This is like a Corona Especial. Right. So it's a six and a half by 44, one of our favorite sizes here at Cigar Snob. Uh, 100% Nicaragua, so made in Nicaragua, wrapper filler binder, all Nicaragua. MSRP is 13 bucks. Not, not bad. It's a fine, fine Amazing. cigar for thirteen dollars. Yeah, a hundred years. So the so the hundred yeah, that's, that's good that you said that. <laughs> so the hundred years is the so the nineteen twenty two in the Lebeju nineteen twenty two. That's the year that Peping's father was born. Oh, okay. All right. So that was a uh, a tribute to him when they launched this brand, and so nineteen twenty two to twenty twenty two to now would have been 100 years of that man's life. life. Obviously, he's not with us anymore, So, uh, so we're, but we're still celebrating his life. So that's why this is called the Cien Años. Or, I love it. So I, love he, it. I have a question for you. So this, so remember the, the La Aurora Cien Años? Yes. It, it said Cien Años with the C-I-E-N, so you know it's in Spanish. This one says 100 años. So if you're, if you're an English speaker, you don't know to call that 100 seeing, right? Okay. You no. Really? Yeah, nobody's calling it seeing. Correct. So right, right, English speakers that don't, like, they read that and they say 100 anos. Yeah, 100 anuses. Which, yeah. you know, it's not even payday. That would be exciting for some <laughs> people, I would imagine. But but <laughs> but I, I love, this is this is like three different, this is like a trilingual cigar because it's my father, Le Bijou, 100 on you point i mean there's a lot going on in this cigar yeah, yeah. i mean this is this is like papimento <laughs> it's you have a bunch of and, different and, languages and i in feel one. like i tell you what i feel like an aristocrat because it's 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 very it's a thin cigar and i'm not used to you know smoking something that's it's thin like this I, yeah i like i like a little bit Me bigger bigger of a ring gauge a little thicker cigar so again i feel like very like like i should be on, on the back porch you know staring at you know at, at my pool yeah. you know watching watching you know okay clean that do yeah. this do this i'll have another iced tea you know it's, it's like it's, a kennedy yeah it's it's very <laughs> like it's 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 opulent. It's, it is it's very. I like it. It makes me feel good. The and label course, is opulent well, too. Well, yeah, it, it goes. It looks like French Renaissance. You know, you know, like people walking around with those with those fluffy white wigs and stuff. <laughs> you know, it's it good. it is a work. It's of art. good to be the king. 
You know, good to be the king. It's a double label, so it has the the the, the my father traditional label, and then underneath it is is the the name of the cigar. I'm a big La Promesa. Uh, uh, Love fan of my father. I mean, look, in general, my father's cigars—they they make excellent cigars. Yeah. There's no question about it, right? Yeah, and this one is is, is starting off nice. How's, so they, how, how's it how's it going for the, you? Uh, the Centurion, remember that one? The Centurion, uh, how, what was it? H2K. How was it? H2K Yeah. So Havana Connecticut. 2000, Connecticut. So that H2K CT, which won Cigar of the Year for us mm-hmm. uh, a few years back, outstanding cigar, right? right. And not the that particular cigar, I know we're not talking about that one, but that one is not like your typical Pepin-style cigar. Pepin has like a signature style, right? My Father's Cigars has has that you know you're going to get hit with some some deep pepper, exactly. some earthiness, some chocolate. And the H2KCT is not like that. Hmm. It's more creamy, nutty, feels more like a Cuban cigar than it does a Nicaraguan cigar. But anyway, this particular cigar... I think it's outstanding. It just started out. I mean, we literally just lit it, but it has started out like sweet. It's like sweet pepper yes. with dark, dark notes, you know, like dark coffees. And it's freaking delicious right now. I wrote down black pepper. So all those signature notes you were talking about that are relevant to Pepping, I, that's exactly what it came out here. So I get these black pepper, sweetness, nuttiness. Yes, yeah, like good. roasted no roasted nuttiness right not like raw almond or or like salted yes, peanut no it's like the call. roasted almond, right it, it's because again it, it right from the beginning it makes its presence known to you it is it is it, it's strong it's not overpowering but it's but it's it has that it has strength no doubt yeah and and to me immediately the palate you get that 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 pepper immediately and I so I'm, that, I mean, would, like, would you, would this be, I wouldn't know if this would be a breakfast cigar. No, I, I was thinking no, no, the no, same no. thing. I was, this is no. not a breakfast cigar. This is, this is, uh, this is, you know, maybe after work or, or no question. Maybe a heavy it. brunch, but not breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's a, uh, yeah. It's there got was some prime, to there it. was prime rib at that brunch. <laughs> Put the tomahawks in there and, and you know, and you're good. Yeah. No, I, but I, I'm really enjoying it. I, like I said, my favorite of these, uh, Le Bijoux's, has always been the box press torpedo. Mm-hmm. I think that one is phenomenal. But this one so far, I mean, again, it's too early to tell, but so far I am loving it. And this is literally just, I just got off a plane from Vegas. Right. right. So I was out there in that dry ass weather, got here, didn't even have any time in the humi- in the humidor. So uh, this came right from the show. And sometimes the trade show is not the best environment Sure. For cigars. Sure. Right. Because it's the cigar has been shipped from Nicaragua to Miami, Miami to Vegas. It's been sitting in a container out there. Then it's it's been on that dry show floor with open boxes. It's not the best environment. Right. Right. So so this thing could actually be even better. Right. So so I mean, so far it's great. I mean, again, not a breakfast cigar, but definitely, you know, the aroma of it, um, the the wrapper, dark. It is very dark. And then, by the way, this one uh, had a little pigtail on it. Mm. So very different from any of the other Le Bijoux's. Uh How was the humidity in the cigar? Which is a great point because that is our X's and O's. So humidity, humidification is always key to any cigar, especially when you're traveling. And, and, and Eric, you were in Vegas at yep. the PCA. 
and you know it, it's got challenges when you when you travel and stuff like that. So how does how do, how does that work for you? How, what what do you use? What's the best way to, to keep your cigar when you're on the road, even when you're at home and you're in your own your humidor? What's yeah? So let's how so, do you do that? So first, yeah, Vegas in, extremely dry, right? Like mm. my lips are cracked. I mean, this was Vegas crushes cigars. The desert environment in general. Remember, we did a photo shoot, Ivan, out in uh, Tombstone. Yep, and it was pretty dry out there. Right, not as bad as Vegas. Not as bad, not nearly as bad as Vegas, but still, when you have your cigar outside for too long, it starts to crack. Unless, like you know, you are using some humidification uh, to 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 preserve those cigars while you're out there. So, when you're in in the travel world, you have either like these little gel packs mm -hmm. that you can have inside the inside of your travel humidor or you have a humidification pack like Boveda or boost right and then there's like old school dudes who like throw a sponge in there which <laughs> i think is a terrible <laughs> idea but there are some there are yeah. some dudes that create these convoluted multi-compartment things so that their cigars are humid I missed my cigars. Like if I was smoking a brisket, I like lift. You missed them. Yeah, I missed them. <laughs> like with some spray. apple cider vinegar. Yeah, yeah. I'll spray it down hey man, periodically. I, I, I've, I've done that where you get, you know, I, I would get my mom's uh, Tupperware container, you know, which is, which is, you know, supposed to be airtight. You know, you a get it. A lot of people do that. You get it, and I would literally grab a sponge. There's a name, the Tupper Door. Yeah, and Tupper. You know, you'd get it, and I would either break off the sponge was too big. I'd break off a piece. You know, you'd want obviously you want to use distilled water, or you know, and, and I would put like a little one of those one of those paper towels. So I put the cigar in the paper towel, make sure the sponge doesn't touch it. And I'll tell you what, damn it, if it didn't work, yep. you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it works. Yeah, the problem is that when you're traveling, you can't do that right. very easily. <laughs> Excuse me, here's my potato salad, here's my carrots, and here's my cigar. Yeah. You know, it's crazy is the color of that of that paper towel yes. or sponge after you've had it in there for a while, how yes. it turns brown. It's yes. like, how did that happen? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's various reasons for that brown, but sure. but yeah, uh, it, it's pretty nasty, pretty nasty looking. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, I think we live in a great time to travel with cigars, right? Never before. When I started smoking cigars, we didn't... Uh, you know, we had these funky options, right? Right. Like that green sponge. Remember the green sponge was always the one that, that mm -hmm. the old travel humidors would have in them. Mm -hmm. By the way, the reason that you use distilled water uh, is because you don't want the impurities in the water to clog up the the holes in that sponge. And then it stops. It's not able to hold as much water anymore. Right? Ah. So it's really just it clogs it up. Uh, and same thing with like uh, like a Oasis humidor, a uh, humidifier. Like we have here in our office humidors, we have the Oasis, which is an active humidification system. And by active, so humidification breaks down into active or passive. Mm -hmm. Boveda packs, boost packs, gel packs, old school sponge methods. Those are all passive, right? It's just pumping out humidity. Uh, in the case of a boost and Boveda, it's a little bit more because it's a two-way humidity control. So it's a little bit better than, or actually a lot better than uh than a gel pack or or uh or a sponge but in the case of oasis this is only for when you're at home in the case of oasis it literally has a hygrometer that tells it humidity is low turn on your fans and and pump out humid air through this humidor so that's a cool system uh that works i mean we love it here I mean, we've have you ever smoked a dry cigar here at Cigar no, Snob? Never. No. It's, never. We, we only use Oasis here, and honestly, but man, we have a lot of cigars. But I'm sure a lot of the a lot of the smokers out there don't have 
correct the amount of like cigars yeah like that that's we have like here. next level serious when right, you're going to right. to an oasis and and you're right but oasis does a really nice job with uh like it has an app so you're connected to your humidor so your humidification system is connected to your wi-fi and it alerts you oh, wow. when the humidity has dropped and the only reason the humidity would have dropped is if you run out of water so basically when you get the alert from your oasis that means hey refill your your water reservoir yeah yeah well, so that's I, pretty cool uh, the i i i'm a fan of the oasis i you know i would imagine is going to the traveling side of it yeah now we can move on to travel you know so so how do you how do you transport it? whether you use the gel or the or, 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 or the or the little packets i mean do you put it in a in a in a in one of those like one of those lunch bag like like seal proof you know can, with plastic clear plastics so, and and by and I always wonder like you're you're on an airplane how does that how does that affect it you know what I mean because because obviously or when you're driving you're driving from a tropical location into a dry location all of a sudden you've got all these changes in there so that's the nice thing about a two way humidity control like Boveda or Boost uh, and there are other brands out there I'm just naming the two big ones uh, but what they do is that that little pack. It sucks out humidity or puts out humidity depending mm. on what's needed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So smart, those packs. It's a smart pack. So smart. It's, I don't know, but it's pretty freaking awesome, right? right? The fact that it's, what it's trying to do is it's whatever humidity it says on the back. Like I'm looking right now at a box of, of Boost right in front of you, Jim. Mm -hmm. And that one is 72%. And so what it's doing is it's going to keep whatever its surroundings are at 72% until it runs out of its own humidity, right? Right. And so, and how long do those usually last? A couple of weeks, a month? It all depends. And obviously, if you're on the desert, it's going to last less, mm -hmm. right? Out here, they last two to three months sometimes. Yeah, I mean, we're in Miami, so it's you know we've got we've got Mother Nature is the humidifier is, is yeah. the humidor out here. You know what I mean? So, so I'm gonna break down at least these two. There's one key difference between the two. So Boveda, the pack gets hard. hard. Oh, by the way, and we're gonna have Omar Fernandez right. of Boost mm -hmm. on the show in a little bit. So he's going to tell us more about it. But from from the way, from my, the differences that I see as a user, uh, so the Boveda gets hard when it's dry. Right. Uh, however, there's, a, there's some other shortcomings there. Uh, and then the Boost never gets hard. Even if it's humid, the gel is still soft. So you have to... You have to have a hygrometer so you can tell when your humid your humidity drops, right? Right. So, I mean, I always recommend having a hygrometer anyway. A digital hygrometer is the best. Is absolutely key, right? You should know the temperature and uh, and humidity of your cigars at all times. Because I don't trust those Chinese hygrometers that come on those. No, in fact, you know what? That's a really good point. I mean, man, you're. You're crushing it here. I tell you, uh, yeah. I've had loud, a lot of, loud and clear, my yeah, friend. Loud, loud, loud and clear. A lot of a lot of humidity issues over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the ones that you get with like you buy a humidor in a store, right, it has that little and it comes with a little gauge. hygrometer. That hygrometer has not been uh calibrated. Right. You have to calibrate that. Oh boy. Fuck. Right. Who knew that? They, I've they, got to season the humidor, then I gotta calibrate the gas. Correct. Oh. That's a good point. So you have to when you get a new humidor, you have to season it. So you have to moisten all the walls mm -hmm. and all the cedar and everything that you that that is in the humidor so to kind of get the humidity level up. Right. And then that stuff dries out and you, you might have, uh, what do you call that? Uh, season, season it, it season again. again yeah. And then until the humidity starts to stay, uh, 
They also sell, like for example, Bovada has these seasoning packs right. that uh, that you can use, and you uh, you get your humidor up to humidity what, before you. What put world in. we live in now? Where now I don't actually have to wipe down the humidor. No, now you don't even I just have throw to. in a yeah. seasoning actually, pack. Actually, yeah, ciao. For a fee, we'll come out to your house and season it for you. Negatory, good buddy. All right, chill out with that. Sorry, <laughs> gladly. Sorry, gladly. You know, you know, when I was a kid, my parents. My parents had a pet shop. Here, no, no, seriously, oh what Ivan just did, I like, I twitched because it reminded me of my childhood. My parents used to own a pet shop, and they would sell people fish tanks. And we lived in a in an area, Ivan, you remember this area, Northwest Seventh Street, uh, in in Miami. And so there was a bunch of apartment buildings. So people bought fish and fish tanks all the time. It was like sure. the only pet you could have in your apartment. Right. So. So my parents would sell you the fish tank and then sell you a monthly maintenance program. Ah. And the monthly maintenance program, you're looking at the monthly maintenance program. It was me. <laughs> go over there. And I would go to these to perfect there. strangers' houses and clean and you their were what, fish. 10, 11 years yeah, old? I was a little kid. 11, 11, 12 years old. <laughs> and I would be walking into these strange apartments. Mercedes, the tank cleaner's here. <laughs> yes. I can I can see you having like a like all of a sudden this woman is like in, in, in a robe. Yes. Hello, Eric. We'll leave. Would that you like for to see my? Show. Would you like to see my tank? How is my tank looking? <laughs> you have grown since the last time I've seen you, Eric. Yeah, hombre, yeah. Let me see your pescadito. Is that a vacuum in your pocket? <laughs> okay, okay, Dolores. Knock it off. Knock it off. I'm just here. I gotta go. I gotta go watch my cartoon. Get out of here. <laughs> so. Anyway, no, we will not travel out to your house and maintain your humidor. So, Unless you live in a real cool place, and maybe. maybe. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the um, I love the uh, the Bovida and Boost packs. I I use them yeah, yeah. all the time because they just man they work so well, it's and you easy. just throw them in there, just toss them. So in. you were asking me about how we travel. It depends on how many cigars we need. So for example, when we go camping, I take a big Pelican full of cigars, right? Like 30, 40? Sometimes more. Yeah, yeah but but yeah. everyone in my family smokes. I can see the grizzly bears walking around. Eric, whips, what yeah. happened? Give me, give me a big one. What's though. crazy? What's crazy is we camp down in the Keys in this campground, and everybody smokes there. Love it. It's like a giant cigar <laughs> trade show. It's so funny. A <laughs> bloom everywhere. Yeah. So well, you uh, had you have a crazy story uh, about very true about about camping and cigars. So we were there. We were there earlier this month, and. uh we ran out of cigars. I mean, that's how it's nuts. Party My, when I say that my entire family smokes, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's crazy. So we ran out of cigars and I go, wait, man, I have a Ziploc that has been in this camper for a very long time. Let's see what that's like. Dude, I pulled out that Ziploc bag. It was a giant, one of those big old Ziplocs. And, uh, all the, all the, uh, cellophane was all brown uh -huh. it had been there so my wife who has a much better memory than me she says i believe that ziploc has been there for eight years eight the, years yeah, the cigars that were in there some of them are discontinued they don't exist anymore the brands are not around and uh cien, cien ocho 108 <laughs> yeah exactly so the uh so the interesting thing about that is we are so humid down mm -hmm. here in florida yeah in south florida that we we store our trailer in a lot. It's it's open to the elements, right? But it's so humid that after eight years, those cigars are still perfectly fine. They were in a cabinet wow. inside of a Ziploc. You should probably put some baking powder inside that camper. Dude, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. No, we do uh, we do dampered. We put we right. have the dampered bags. 
Um, but uh, but still, the dampered bags did not uh, stop the humidification from getting into the wow the cigar. So they were perfectly fine. We were smoking eight year old aged cigars, <laughs> like RV aged. It was crazy. Crazy. I, crazy. I can see right. See the, the listeners right now going. You know what? <laughs> It was nuts. If I live now, in a tropical environment, yeah. If that same RV was out in, in uh, Utah or Arizona yeah. or in the deserts out there, there's no way, right? Those cigars would have been literally just a... Yeah, they would they would have been ashes shreds, almost. Yeah. Shreds. You would have picked it up and it would have broken in your hand. There have been shreds. So so we've talked about I mean we've talked about both extremes. We've talked about like the desert and 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 tropical. But what about in, in between when you have like I don't know, like a San Diego or 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 someplace where it's kind of mild? How how do you you know, how do you keep it? What 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 temperature is or what humidity level, what temperature do you like to keep your your cigars or what should we keep our cigars at? So you should you should aim for 70-70. Like, like that should be yeah. Just to just to make it easy to remember, like I like sixty eight. I like my cigars a hair drier than seventy, right? If possible, so I like sixty eight because they burn better. I, wet cigars don't don't smoke very well, right? Dry cigars don't smoke very well either, but sixty eight to me is like the sweet spot. But if you have a hard time remembering all these things, seventy seventy. I I personally use the gel, the little gel cup. Yep. So I always keep the line filled. And, you know, when I come back and it's dried out, I'll just refill it. And I'll just always try to maintain it to a level where that's always moist, you know, <laughs> either up to the line or, you know, just and then, and the then balls. And then, right. you, then you kind of, what do you do? You, you, you kind of pinch the cigars that you have? And then once I smoke them, I, I can kind of tell kind of tell how they're doing just by doing a, like a light pinch on them or what, when I put them in my mouth, just by pressing down on it with my teeth. Sometimes just cutting them. Or just cutting when you them. You cut correct. it. It's like, oh shit, this is dry. Yeah. So yeah, so you don't want it to be either cracking on you, and or you don't want it to be very spongy because you don't want either extreme. Right. Um, what you don't want to be doing is going into a cigar shop and start squeezing cigars <laughs> to see if if That'll, they're. You can get kicked out of a shop real quick. Of course, yeah. Well, just because I'm a I'm a 12 year old boy, I keep it at 69, 69. Ah yes. But you know, <laughs> yes, and everyone yes, else was thinking would. that. Everyone else was thinking that. <laughs> Literally, you come to my house, 69, 69. Because you know what? I can remember that. <laughs> You're one hell of a pretzel bender. <laughs> and hey, I, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our uh, listeners. Yeah. Uh, Ron Carr with two R's. He sent us a picture of himself and his and his Excalibur Motorsports crew with a Cigar Snob magazine. Very, yeah, man. Very Thanks, cool. Ron. That was awesome. Very cool motorcycle team there. Yeah, Representing. Man. Yeah, Rockstar. so Rockstar you know, like, we love it when people send us that. Like, so last week we had, we had uh, Warrell. Send us uh, Jasper's, uh, Jasper's bar, <laughs> Jasper's sports bar, was it? That's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Chente was like, where was I during all this? <laughs> and then, uh, and Ron Carr just sent us this picture of his crew. So really cool. We love it when we get that kind of stuff. Uh, we get pictures of people at cigar shops, uh, reading the magazine or listening to the podcast. So anytime you want to send that stuff, ma'am, send it our way. Yeah. And, and again, if there's a question that you'd like answered or you want to send the picture or anything like that, keep them coming. Questions at cigarsnobmag.com. Questions at cigarsnobmag.com. And if we read and answer your question, what happens? You're going to get a Cigar Snob swag pack like uh, Michael, who gave us the question for last week. Mm -hmm. We just sent out uh, his particular... Swag packs contain a number of different things, right? right. It depends on what we've Let, got let's just, let's just listen. It's very swaggy. Yeah, it's swaggy stuff, but but Mike is getting uh Mike is getting a t-shirt, a cap, he's getting stickers, he's getting cigars. Do you know what good. swag stands for? 
shit we all get. Exactly. I would have gone with stuff. Wow. But I've learned so much in this see? episode. You're this many days old now. Wow. <laughs> yep. Swag. That stuff we all get is fun. But I, I go with shit we all get. <laughs> or maybe quag. We'll make it quag. Cigars we all get. Quag. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good stuff. Good stuff. And hey, speaking of Swagalicious, speaking of good time, Eric. So we've got a uh, an event we want to tell you about up in PA, in central, in, in beautiful central PA. Like love, state college. Love that God's country up there. Where, uh, where Penn State is at. Mm. And so on August 27th, they're having the Havana Fest. Nice. So crazy amount of, of stuff you're getting, but they've got different ticket levels. They've got a level for for like people who are not going to smoke, mm-hmm. right? And that's a that's a cheaper ticket. Don't get a lot of uh, obviously you don't get any cigars or anything like that. But they've got a general level for fifty bucks, uh, and you you do get a swag bag. You get food, a traditional Cuban meal. Nice. You get wine and beer, and tickets for raffles and all that kind of stuff. Then the next level up is aficionado, and that level is one hundred and seventy five bucks. And on that one, you get. 20 premium cigars 20 at, at least 20 you get the swag bag and all the other stuff uh and then the next level up is the connoisseur level at 225 mm-hmm. and that one you get a private lunch with the vendors that are coming for the event uh you get cube a cuban cigar they they've they've bought oh cuban cigars whoa. and some cuban rum and so you get some of that you get five extra premium cigars so the connoisseur level instead of getting 20 gets 26 right because it's 20 plus the five extra premium plus a cuban cigar so and they get to the event a little bit earlier than everybody else so that's not a real cuban event then <laughs> no no you're right you're right the, the, the connoisseur level should they get there after the event is over if, real, <laughs> if they were real cubans what yeah, happened? no it's crazy cubans man Fuck, cuban time is, so is a insane. buddy of mine a buddy of mine owns owns a bar and and he he has this thing where he where he'll give you open bar if it's like your birthday or having an event, and he says he makes more money by saying you have an open bar, but it's a hard hour from seven to eight because we're in Miami, nobody shows up on time, everybody shows up like the last ten minutes for the open bar, and then you're like, okay. But this is up. This event is up in Pennsylvania, so these people are going to get their own time exactly. Absolutely. And so exactly. there's going to be a DJ. There's going to be tons of Cuban food. Like the oh my the God. guy has gone all out. Uh, making it a very Cuban style event, which I love. I, I'm, I'm really actively trying to get there for this event because I think it's going to be a blast. I, I love to see when, when people make something very Cuban. Sure. Obviously, being Cuban, I always want to like take part in that. So, but yeah, there's lot. There's a DJ. There's tons of food. Uh, there's going to be raffles every 20 minutes. Nice. Uh, and then they're gonna they're gonna have a cigar that you make yourself. So they're going to have Cuban cigar rollers or cigar rollers uh, that will then help you make your own cigar there. So pretty Am- damn cool, amazing. Right? What a cool time. Nice. In Central PA, August? August 27th. And for information on that, go to HavanaFestPA.com uh, or hit them up on, uh, on Instagram, Instagram.com slash HavanaFestPA. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a damn good time. So I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Nice. August twenty seventh. Asuka. That's what we're gonna say today. Good times. Good times at the Cigar Fest at the Havana Fest, PA. All right, man. Now, now is the time. Now is the time for the good stuff. We're gonna have some whiskey, some blended whiskey. Let's go. And now, perfect pairings brought to you by Total Wine and More. Bring out the booze. 
Ah, yes, indeed. My three little friends are here. It's the perfect pairing. And today we're doing blended scotch whiskeys. But before we get into that, let's touch on this Le Bijou Cien Años. How is it going so far? So, man, it's still, it's continuing on that path that it was on. So still tons of that deep black pepper. Mm -hmm. uh, there's there's still that sweetness there. The sweetness has dropped down just a, a hair. Uh, so the pepper has become more prominent. Uh, the nuts are still there, but they've also dropped down a little bit more. So right now it has taken, like the pepper has taken a uh, sort of a lead position, right? Uh, but the other notes are still there. Chocolate still there. I like that dark chocolate. But again, much like all the others, they've kind of dropped a little bit mm -hmm. down. Uh, but I'm still enjoying it. I think I like when cigars take these transitions. Right. Right. So it has clearly it's a taken journey. One. A cigar, a good cigar. To me, a good cigar takes you on a journey. Yeah. So it's clearly it's on a it's on its let's say first change. Mm -hmm. Right. So now we're we're in that spot, and I I I expect it to change again as uh, I'm. I'm a, I'm almost halfway. Okay. Um, so that change happened right at the uh, right when I got past the uh, the first third. What about you, Ivan? How I, you doing? I, I agree. I I'm picking up more caramel here, and um, and I think the black pepper, especially when I retrohale it out my nose, it's it's more of like a red now. So it's it's picked up some spice. Interested to see how they how it goes with these uh, with these whiskeys. Yeah, that's gonna be that's yeah. gonna be fun, right? I think. Yeah. Uh, so, well, we'll get into the whiskeys in a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, for, for what do you think, you? Jim? For me, it's it's it, for my palate. It's intense. It's, yeah. It's it's it, it's. I like it. I like it. It's it's definitely get get your attention, and and I'm about I'm about you know I'm almost halfway through it. Yeah. And and it's to your point, the retro hell gets gets you that red pepper. I, for me, I all I'm getting is the pepper right now. And 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 it's very peppery. It's very rich. It definitely fills. Uh, very full bodied, right? Yeah. I mean, not full full strength. It's it's strong, right? But it's not full full, right? Right. So it's it's strong, but not. But body wise, like in your like, remember how we talk about mm -hmm. how much it how much real estate it occupies? I feel like it's full body oh, yeah. in your in your mouth. You it's it's everywhere. Yeah. This is this is Hearst Castle kind of stuff. This is this is this is a big one. This is a big boy. So <laughs> yeah. I, I like it so far. And again, now we're gonna get into the but. It's but let's be people. let's be clear, right? Like this this isn't your wheelhouse. This isn't the type of cigar that exactly. you typically go for. Right. And that but, but you're I still also enjoying think, it. But I also say it's good that's good to try. It's good to try to get out of your comfort zone, to get out of something you you know, whether it's the Vitola, whether it's the, the ring gauge, you know how it's how it's aged i it's you know it's for me it's not what i normally smoke but it is it's intense but i'm liking it i'm liking cool. it and now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have some friends over and we're gonna have the blended scotch whiskey and real quick so it's scotch because it's made in scotland, it's scotland yeah so anytime something is called a scotch right. obviously so that's <clears> an, it's then, made in scotland and it's a blended scotch so it's not a single malt so this is a very popular category in the in the whiskey space and the brown spirits so it's not a bourbon, it's not an Irish whiskey, it's not a rye. These are blended Scotch whiskeys. Are we doing this because the British Open is going on now? Ooh. In <laughs> Scotland, we try to stay evergreen here, but you're right. Of course, wow! But at but, the home of golf, wow! And by the way, it's great it's, job. It's, it's the Open. The Open, correct? It's just sorry, open. sorry. Ooh, Ivan, you just got it's corrected just, on a golf open. topic. That's true. It's just the Open, right? Oof, yeah, that's true. That doesn't happen every day, buddy. No, I'm just I'm just a humble servant. <laughs> I, I, I carry Ivan's bags. You you do, and I drive the cart. You know, it's but not that, a bad job. No, it's a great and job. You drink, actually, 
And you drink scotch? <laughs> so let's get into this. So we, we, we got three. We, so we're going to go A, B, and C. I'm picking up A right now. All right. And, let's look at A. The color, kind of a... Kind of a Golden yellow. Yeah. Yeah. A little, a little amber-esque up against the light. Yep. Almost, almost. Almost amber. I always... I always oh, like, the nose is very... It's delightful on the nose. It, mm. it does dance. It does dance on, on, on your nose. It's sweet and oaky. Really nice nose. Like, I, I almost just, like even like honey. Just from the smell, I think it's going to have a good time with. with yeah, I haven't cigar. taken a sip yet. I know you already did, but. No, I haven't. Oh, no? Okay. <laughs> Not yet. Okay, you usually <laughs> jump the gun. I, I mean, I didn't even look your way. And I was like, you probably already did. <laughs> I'm done. Gonna get a refill. <laughs> Yummy. Bartender. All right, so I'm going to drink and then smoke. So let's let's listen to this one here. Johnny Walker Black. Johnny Walker Black. It does have a very Johnny Walker. To, right, let's let's try not to guess these things all the time. <laughs> it definitely it's it's it definitely tickles your tongue. Yeah, it definitely tickles your tongue. So now we 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 drink and now we smoke. I feel I feel like I feel like I'm like in the nineteen. <laughs> we drink and now we smoke. <laughs> Bring out the women. Sound good to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting blazing saddles in my head. <laughs> Like, where are white women at? <laughs> I was thinking of his science teacher. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Charge and tree. The whole H molecules. Shout out to okay, Mr. Shahan. Mr. Shahan, but Mr. Shahan was Irish. Right. right. No, I know. Do you do a Sean Connery? Let's let's get a Sean I mean, the, the uh, Sure. Oh, that was a bit out of bounds. Oh, he lays his head on his wee pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was not Sean Connery. I <laughs> know. <laughs> I am the last dragon. There you go. I am the last one. Remember that one? The last that, dragon? No, that's, that sounded more Sean Connery. I am the last one. Shaken, stirred. Clean up your sauce box, son. All right. <laughs> Not the Saturday Night Live Sean Connery. No. I'll take the rapist for 500. It's therapist. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we get back on task here? <laughs> what about the whiskey and the cigar? <laughs> <laughs> so the cigar knocks down a lot of the sweetness in yeah. the in the whiskey. Does that happen to you? Yes. Yeah. When you take a puff of the cigar, when you draw from the cigar, and then you take your sip of whiskey. I see. I'm not there. I, I drank and then smoked, and and I would say drinking it almost knocks down the cigar when you drink and then smoke. For me. So I'm no, going to do it the other way now. Now I'm, now, now I'm going to puff and I'm going to drink. So I'd say. So far, not a perfect pairing, these two. Like I, I when I say perfect, like I like for a pairing, I like it when they are complementary. Exactly. Right. Not when they uh, deduct too and much. 100%. Yeah. I, I puffed and then I drank and then, and then it affected it. Yeah. So, so it, it, it almost, it's, it's one or the other. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're if you're a fan of the cigar more than the whiskey, then take your puff first. Yeah. Uh, but if you if you really like this whiskey and you went out of your way to get whatever this A is, mm -hmm. then drink it first before the cigar. If you happen to be doing this pairing, all right. Now e each one overpowers the other when you do the other exactly. one first. And that's what's, yeah, that doesn't work. All right, let's go to B. <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, I love I love Yami to death. She's, she's the best. But it's the the A, B, and C on on the on the on the on the paper. It always changes. So I'm always like, oh, that's C. Wait a minute, no, that's A. So here's B. See, Yami keeps us on our toes. This is one darker. 
it might be a little darker. It I'm, is. It it is a hair, right? Man, I don't know. They're I so don't know. close. I don't know. They're so, all three are pretty close in color. So that nose here is less. A lot less. Right. Very I subtle. would say that it's thirty percent as intense as the nose on A. Yeah. All right. So drink up me hearties. Oh, but the flavor's nice. Very smooth. No, the flavor's not bad. The flavor's nice. I thought that I thought that it was gonna be a, a dud when mm. when there was nothing on the nose. The flavor's not bad. It's it's not uh, not terrible. I'll tell you what, playing very nicely with the cigar, because this B over here is very subtle, very light. You know, it's it's almost like, I mean, the cigar is dominating, and that was drink smoke. So let's see now, smoke drink. I'm terrible at the blended Scotch whiskey yeah. uh, uh, tasting notes. Because I, when I usually drink it, I drink it on ice, and I almost drink it like if it was water. Mm. Like I don't even taste mo most of it. Maybe it's because I'm drinking a lot of cheap blended whiskey. <laughs> well, and again, we don't know what we have here, so I don't know if this is cheap, expensive. There's a there was a combination of things available for her to choose from from our shelf, so I have no idea where she went. I'll, I will say this: when you, but this one seems a, a lot milder. The yeah. whiskey. Yeah, this one this one has a little bit more aftertaste. The whiskey? Yeah, it lingers a little bit. I find the other one sweeter, and then this one, I don't know. I think like the, the aftertaste is a little, a little muted. It is. Maybe, maybe woody. Yeah. I think you're right, though. I think it is It is very woody on the finish. Not, as, not enough sweetness for my taste. So, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, let, so, did you give it a, a decent assessment on the uh, with the yeah, score? I mean, I, just I, think, I think it's it's a little bit. It doesn't cancel it out like a. I think they there is some sort of symbiotic Synergy. relationship yeah. here. Okay, so I just took a a sip, and then a draw. The cigar got a little creamier. So at cosine, it, I'll cosine that. So it 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 helped in in turn not help. I mean, it added to the cigar is what I should say. So it complemented the cigar. Which is a good point because, you know, for my palate, this was the cigar was a bit intense. This kind of brought it down a little bit, but just enough you know, to took to, the took the edge off. I yeah. would say for does me, does it doesn't the alcohol numb out your palate a little bit the more you drink it? So, like your first sip is usually the most intense sip, mm -hmm. and then after a few okay, more, a then it starts. You know, everything starts to mellow out a little bit. You know, okay, but it's not that the whiskey is mellowing out or that it's numbing. What happens is when you take that first sip of whiskey of the day, your palate kind of like, whoa, yeah, was not expecting good, that. Good morning. <laughs> yeah. And then, but then it, it gets acclimated to it. Right. So it's not that it, I mean, the end effect is maybe that you feel a mellowing of it, but it's really your, your palate is just getting acclimated to the amount of alcohol that you're throwing in there. So. Because the cigar is creamier now. It is. Right. Very. No question. Much. So, so far, this one has cortisone. This, <laughs> it's an my palate, yeah, my palate. <laughs> this is an anti-inflammatory. No whiskey. prescription necessary. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if if you're looking to balance out the cigar, I think this is a good choice. 
you know what? I, I just I just did a, a draw from the cigar and the whiskey, and it didn't hurt it. So pairing wise, while I liked A better mm-hmm. as the whiskey alone, mm-hmm. I didn't like it with the cigar. B, the whiskey stays the same, and the cigar has been complimented. So so far, I, to me, sure. this is just me talking. So B, I, I think B is the leader in the clubhouse so, for the pairing yeah. side. Yeah. All right, Goldfinger, let's go to C. I was wondering if you were going to stay with that. <laughs> I'm going to roll with that till the end. You got, you got any Hunt for Red October? Oh. What's, what's the line there? No. Yeah. See, I don't, All I, I can think of is Gene Hackman in, in, in right? In, in I'm the captain now. I am the captain. <laughs> I am the last one. <laughs> Trebek. What about, uh, what about uh, the Untouchables? You've. You have to have something from the Untouchables in there. Just like I'm not going to say the slur. Just like you bring a knife to a gunfight. I'm not going to say the slur, but yeah. By the way, when Alex Trebek died, the first the first meme I saw was "We meet again, Trebek." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hashtag too soon. <laughs> we meet again, Trebek. All right, where are we with C, gentlemen? <laughs> I'm about to look. So let's look at very very gold. It's the. I think it is it's the, the darkest, deepest colored yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and by gold, I mean dark. <laughs> a lot of oiliness there. Let's see. Why, how does it how super does, mild on taste, the nose? Tastes good. Very, very, very super subtle on the nose. Right? Yeah, I think like flavor almost, wise, it's it's my favorite. Almost no nose. Even though you crushed a, I see it. I didn't get much of a, and I, I usually drank all of it. I usually front load everything. Ah, okay. <laughs> He's a front loader, this guy. Try to get the quarters over. You're, 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 you're like an anti Miami Marlins contract. You you yeah. front load yeah. instead of back loading it. All right. So I drank C. Almost no. It, it's not. It's it's not hot. Very smooth. Extremely but, smooth. But not a lot happening. Like you know, Ivan knows me really well. This is not my jam. Right. Like I want like flavor intensity. You want some heat. And this. This is like, it, it's just too mild for my taste. Like I want stuff happening, and I, I just, it is creamy, smooth, but then there's not much flavor intensity there. Yeah, the, I mean, if, if you if you want a cigar, I mean, if you want to be able to smoke this cigar, I love his translations of for me what we mean for well, for me for for, yeah. for the common guy. For me, if you want to smoke this cigar, which is which is which is intense, it's it's got. You know, Balls. It's, it's got hair on the chest. It's a bird nest. It's that guy at the club show, showing showing the sizzle on the chest. Okay. If you want to smoke the cigar and not have it almost untouched, you would drink C. C is just kind of there for the ride. It's 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 the trophy wife. No offense. Just That's hanging the, on. It's just the there. one I like of the just three. There. Tranquilo, quiet, very good. I mean, it's a so good. So when you like like I period do. like I on do. its own, yeah, or with the pairing, or both. Uh. On its own, I like C. With the pairing, probably I, I do B. Yeah, yeah. I would on its own drink A, and uh, and and also I pairing think, I think, go B. I think the pairing is B. I think if you want the cigar to not be affected and you want to still be able to drink, you would go with C. All yeah. right. Are we ready but, for the but, big? Yeah, really? but I mean, like, why but do then, you? But then, like, yeah, in they, my they've got to complement each other, right? Yeah, in my world, like, why do that? I, if I have the choices. Mm-hmm. If I'm stuck with what I've got at home, whatever, but that's not what this segment is about. It's about, 
setting up your bar with what you want. Right? I, I will say that of all the pairings we've done in the past, the, this is the one where all the, the spirits were very similar to yeah, each other. Yeah, they were really close. Very it close. It was just like one tick up here, one yeah. tick down here. I mean, usually there's more variety in the tequilas and the bourbons for sure. But this one, they were all very similar. Yeah, and, and you know, blended scotch, that's, right. that's kind of the category. That's what that. That's why they're blending, by the way. <laughs> you know, they're trying to get to this like consistent level. Right. It's because it's pot stilt. These are not pot stilt. These are columns. Column stilt. That's what I meant. Shit. <laughs> I, knew, I, I had a 50-50 shot from the last one. I, I got it wrong. <laughs> F. <laughs> Do you expect me to talk, Goldfinger? No, Mr. Bond. I expect you to die. He has been racking his brain for quotes <laughs> while we've been talking. You know that's what he's been doing. So, in summation, you remember think- like you remember the uh, wait, you remember John Cusack's character in uh, in uh, being John Malkovich with the with the file, the file cabinet. He had John Cusack back there <laughs> going through the files, finding the quote to use. Hey, that's that's why I'm here, right? Yeah, that that's is why I'm here. here. So. Uh, so in in summation, B would be the pairing. That's we with got this consensus. Cigar. Consensus. Yeah. My my tongue has been well, affected yeah, by yeah. Scotch whiskey. But uh, yeah, B is consensus. All right, now it's time for the big reveal. Okay, big reveal time, and the f- best part of this program. Yami's hello. here. Hello, hello. I love your glasses, by the way. You oh. always come in with different pairs of glasses. How many glasses do you have? I have no idea. <laughs> Isn't that single malt, the green one? Or is hey, that hey, 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 hey. Hey, pera, relax, pera. No, wait, the here. green isn't no. single? No. Oh, I thought the green was... All right, shut up with the green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Stealing her thunder. Hashtag, no. I didn't even know me for the win. Sorry. All right, All right let's so go. So, ready? A is pinch, 15 years, 40%. Mm-hmm. B is Johnny Walker, green label, 43% alcohol. Uh, Amigo Johnny. And C, which I love this name, is monkey shoulder, 43%. Look at that. The monkey Thank you. Why, thank you, Pony. So check that out. So A, pinch. Mm-hmm. Was our pinchy. It's a pinch. You said it was Johnny Walker. Yep. Do it. And it was pinch. Is it made by him? No, not at all. <laughs> by the way, I'm definitely driving the cart. You're not even allowed to drive the cart now. The way. So so I'll, I'll give you the rundown here. So pinch, 15-year-old, mm-hmm. uh, was A, the dimple. Uh, B was Johnny Walker Green, which is, uh, and you know what? I'm glad you said that Green was a single malt because there that is a common misconception. There's one I, that I just Johnny don't, Walker I, Green label is a single malt version of Johnny Walker, but it's not. Oh, they're all blended, right? They're all, all blended. Johnny, all Johnny all Walkers John, are blended. Ah, okay. Black, red, green, and blue. And so, but yeah. the green is aged 15 years, mm-hmm. unlike the black, which is non-age statement. And then Monkey Shoulder, the original, batch 27. Uh, was C. I thought it was super mild. Very you know, good. I've heard a lot of good things. You know, well, you I thought it was very it. good. You liked yeah, it. Yeah, I was surprised. Um, but, you know, and I, I love the name Monkey Shoulder. I've right. never had just, it. Just the name of it, yeah. The name is great, but honestly, like, I, I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't drink it. I, I would say I, I would drink it perfectly fine if you offered it to me, but I wouldn't go out of my way to drink it. It was just too mild for me. I thought it was good. I I'd if if you want, if you want to be able to, how much is it? I can pull those up. Give me a second. If you want to be on your back porch, and you want to have a, 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 you know, a sipping, a sipping whiskey. I think Monkey Shoulder is the way to go. Nice, doesn't get in the way. Super cool. Morning, afternoon, evening. It it fits any 
sort of expression that you would like. But definitely B, Johnny Walker Green, I think, is the one we go. For sure, with the pairing, with, it was with this, with without a doubt. Absolutely. So Monkey Shoulder looks like it's 34 bucks at uh, Total Wine. Nice. I told you it was the best one. Very nice. Very nice. Johnny Walker Green Label, 64 bucks. Not bad. And uh, Pinch is also 35 bucks. So, so, so very, listen, they're, they're all very affordable. How old is the Pinch? Mm, 15. 15 is 30. Wow, that's really good. Sounds cheap. You know, here, here's what I would always say to this. Everybody talks about, oh, you need to have the Johnny Walker Blue, the Johnny Walker Blue. By the way, low-key Johnny Walker Green is always a go-to for me. I love the green. It's got enough flavor. It's a single malt. Yeah. it's it's <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> please stop that. Allegedly. It's got enough sort of body to it. It's got enough heat to to, to sort of, you know, complement any kind of, you know, I would almost say any kind of cigars, but especially a, a cigar that's got some 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 hair on it, like this one does. Some hair? Some hair on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's got, you know, it comes to the table. This cigar, this my father, brings something to the table. No question about that. So I think that's why Johnny Walker Green, I think, works with this. But I'll tell you what, that monkey shoulder, if you're, if you're, just, if you're sipping, you're just chilling out, tranquilo, kids are in sleep. The wife's, you know, let, 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 you left you alone. You've done all your honey, honey-do list. Monkey shoulder is very nice too. Very yeah, nice. That, I mean, that seems like, uh, that seems like the move because it is easy drinking. It's an easy drinking whiskey. No doubt about it. But I'm not about easy. I like, I you're, like difficult shit. You're complicado. You're complicated. I am. I am. And, uh, and honestly that, that, uh, you, so it's funny. You thought the A was Johnny Walker. Black and in in term, you know, I've never really, I've never really had pinch, mm-hmm. like in this way. You're at somebody's house, whatever, and they have and they pour it for you. Yeah, like me that. Too. Yes, me too. Yeah, but never like sat down and tasted pinch in a Glencairn glass without ice. This was actually pinch was good. It was very good. I enjoyed it a lot. And you know what's funny is in Vegas mm-hmm. where we just were for mm-hmm. the trade show. They did the, uh, so th- this is like the big highlight of the trade show this year. So PCA 2022. Right. Uh, <clears throat> the big highlight was the Fuente and oh, yeah, uh, Padron collaboration. That was, that was monster. Correct. And one of the things that they did when they announced it is they had on the, on like the display where they were showing the box. By the way, I mean, in case anyone's interested for the Fuente and Padron collaboration, it's it's a 40 count box, 20 made by Fuente, 20 made by Padron. Love it. Right? Special blends for this project. And and on the display, they had each. So the, this project is supposed to, uh, it's a tribute to the patriarchs of those families. So mm-hmm. Jose Orlando Padron and Don Carlo Fuente Sr. Mm-hmm. And so Don Carlo Fuente Sr. drank Chivas Regal. That was his, that was his drink, oh, right? That's so, what I pull for. So they had on the table where so you had the the on the on the table you had the set in the center was the bo- the forty count box with twenty and twenty, and then on one side was the was the Fuente side with uh, pictures of the old man and the bottle of whiskey that he drank, which was mm-hmm. Chivas, mm-hmm. and then on the Padron side it was pictures of the old man with the whiskey that he drank, and it was this exact bottle of pinch. Wow. Very cool. That's what Jose Orlando Barón, that was his whiskey of choice. 
a man who could afford anything. Yeah. He drank pinch. You know what's interesting is that pinch and shiv. I, I drink shivas. I would say that that shivas, um, whatever. Maybe Royal salute. Right. And that pinch, very similar in, in By the way, it was one taste. of the things that she could have grabbed. In we have that here. <laughs> They're very similar in taste profile. I I, I don't know if uh, it's not an exact science, but I, if you were to taste them side by side, they would be very similar. And that and that green label is probably not too far behind. I well, mean, what I, are you saying? You want to you want to try dun, that? Dun, dun, dun. Oh boy! You want you want me to ask her to pour some of that shivas? Sean, listen, Sean, you tell me. Do should do I ask her? Jasper, to pour some Sean, sound good to me. The answer is always yes. Bonus. Now you have Chivas <laughs> Regal eighteen. Gold signature. Enjoy. Sorry. Why do you look at me when you say gold signature? Am I the gold signature? Well, you're, you're, you're the standard, right? All right. So now this may not be fair because, you know, we've got the pinch is 15. Mm -hmm. The green label is 15. And the monkey shoulder has no age statement. This is 18. This is going to be good. And a, a much more expensive whiskey. This is going to be good. Whoa. On the nose already. Shout out to El Viejo. That's right. Oh, so good! Just it, the nose it's, itself. It's excellent. I mean, you told me you guys like, made me do this. It's well, you we know. were we were gonna be with three, but now we're back to four. All right. Hey, that's why we live in America. <laughs> America. <laughs> Let's and away we so go. really well balanced on the nose, right out of the gate. Like the sweetness doesn't jump out. Nothing jumps out uh, over the top. It's it's just sweet enough, just woody oh. enough. Oh, the yeah, wood just boozy enough. The wood is what. I mean, it's 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 hardwood floors. It's 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 what lays part, the foundation part, of the house. Oh yeah, man, this is. That's nice. It's very good. As we like to say, if you know, you know, you know, and this is that you know. Again, it, we're not we're not trying to put down the other ones. I'm, we're just saying that. Yeah, you are. No, never, never, never. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> I'm a man of the whiskeys. I am the last one. All right, so Chivas Regal 18. This is an $88 bottle. Which I'll tell you what, not not terrible. No. Not terrible. I mean, we're not talking of a $200 bottle. Not terrible. Correct. Uh, look, Rocky was here. Uh, Rocky Patel was here uh, a couple months ago in the office. He looked up on the shelf. He saw the Chivas 18. He's like, I mean, that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and... You guys have heard the show plenty by now, I imagine. You see, you've heard all the stuff we drink here. You see all the stuff that's on the shelf. There's plenty of single malts up there. There's mm -hmm. tons of stuff up there. And that's what he went with. Well, apparently, this is what Ivan also goes with. Well, it's, and it's a man who, who knows Carlos. it's a man who knows his history. Rest in peace. That's right. That's right. So, so, so now, well, let, why don't we just give it the full treatment? Now it's not blind. Now we know what we're okay, drinking. Okay. Okay. Well, first all right. of all, the nose. Super appealing, super sexy. It's very smooth, very creamy, a lot of vanilla. It does have a lot. It does have more, more going on in terms of complexity than than the others. And with the cigar, I mean, they they're walking hand in hand. Oh wait, I was drinking the monkey shoulder. No, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, this cigar and the Shivas are literally walking hand in hand. I mean, these, these are newlyweds. 
And you know what's going to happen at the end You're of the night. You're going straight to the hotel. You know what's happening at the end of the night. Yep. These two are in love. They're looking at each other. So it, it does. The, the cigar is quite creamy with this uh, with this whiskey. Yeah. It's yeah. creamy. It doesn't get overpowered like it did with, uh, with the pinch, which uh, really wiped it out. This is nice. Uh, it's not fair no. because we're not doing it blind, right? It's not fair, but do you like it better? I mean, recasting yeah. everything. Yes. Oh, of course. Uh, wait, yes. with the pairing for me, or on yes. it, no, on its own, on its own, it's 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 clearly better. I well, I I already said it. You know, these the Shivas and 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 this my father are literally walking hand in hand. They're great together. It's perfect. Thank I you. Just, you know, Thank what you, Total I, Wine. Yeah, man. But one one note. So I like this cigar. What I like is I like the chocolate that balances the pepper. And uh, and I don't get a lot of chocolate with it now. That could also be that. Your palate is desensitized. No, it could also be that we are a lot farther along in this cigar than we were when we started. Well, we always talk about journeys, right? We always talk about ebbs and flows with cigars i'll tell you mine has turned and now now i'm getting the sweetness you're back to getting it okay yeah now i'm getting for for me this is the first time i'm getting it you know now i'm getting that you didn't get it in the beginning no i didn't i mean for me for me uh, to be totally honest it it kind of overpowered me so i was like okay i'm I'm gonna hang in there i'm gonna ride this thing out and it's now it's gonna take my body blows 100 worth it now I'm Canelo. I'm, I'm going to take you out into the deep waters. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose the first couple of rounds, but now, now I'm, now I'm ten nine. Now I'm ten nine. Talking about Canelo. <laughs> he Tremendous Canelo. He's like crush. Canelo I do. I love Canelo. Come on, how can you not love it? Canelo the work crush. Ethic. The work ethic. He has a big time Canelo crush. Wham. That's a good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, cinnamon. Cinnamon for life. <laughs> <laughs> no, again now. So it, wait, now I'm well, getting well, that creaminess. Wait, now I'm getting in now, Spanish. In Spanish, cinnamon. Is canela. Is canelo. So he's Canelos. going with canelo cinnamon yeah. for life. And my kid is my kid has red hair, so you know. All right. Well, a, we call those gingers here in this country, Jim. Well, that's right. But we live in Miami. We're barely in the United States Great. in Miami. We're barely in the United States. I'm, I'm surprised they even let us vote. We're we're so like not part of the United States. Hey, chill out with that. That's hey. part of our guaranteed freedom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. America. Total wine. All right. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Good stuff. Listen. Four great spirits, one great cigar, and it's thanks to Total Wine and More. And hey, a reminder, as always, Perfect Pairings is brought to you by Total Wine and More, where you'll always find the right bottle at the right price with their lowest price guarantee. Visit Total Wine and More at TotalWine.com. Speaking of Perfect Pairings... So I was in Mark Weiland this weekend mm-hmm. and I was drinking single malt. So mm-hmm. they gave me, it was a belated Father's Day gift okay. that I received. I got a Balvini 12, okay, which is delicious. Yeah. yeah perfect. I love delicious. it. Delicious. I received the gift at 9 a.m. and the bottle was gone by 2 p.m. <laughs> Sounds about so, right. You're slowing down. So the uh, the birthday gift didn't last long. But the pairing was excellent. We were smoking Cuellar Black Forest. So you could imagine what a great pairing this was in Marco Island. 
Villiger Cigars, a brand synonymous with European style and sophistication, invites you to try, guess what? The Cuellar Black Forest. Made at the famous Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic, the Cuellar Black Forest is crafted using only the finest tobaccos, resulting in a smooth and complex smoke you're sure to enjoy. You may be asking yourself, what exactly is it that makes the Cuellar Black Forest such a spectacular smoke? Well, it's because it's wrapped in a beautiful Mexican San Andres leaf. Aged to perfection, the Mexican San Andres produces a robust amount of flavor while giving the cigar its gorgeous dark walnut color and its oily textured finish. Named after the majestic forest where Chairman Heinrich Villiger grew up near, the cigar is a tribute to the passion which is embedded in the long history of cigar making at Villiger Cigars. Go out and try our Cuellar Black Forest. Uh, our, huh? Yeah. Like, it's our. Yeah, Cuellar friends. Black well, it's mine. That's, when he's, I, he's that's, what, we, that's what we spoke. <laughs> Amigo. Listen. All right. Fantastic times over at PCA. Yes. So many things happened. So many things went. Yep, yep. We talked about the Fuente Padron collab. I mean, you got Espinosa cigars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Espinosa had the had Guy Fieri, right? Oh. So the Espinosa knuckle sandwich is uh, is a collaboration between Mafango. Mafango. Yeah. Go go listen to the divers drive. What is it? Di- Diners, Diners drive and dines. dines. Yeah. Man. Too many triple D's. Yeah, yeah. Triple D. Go listen to Triple D and and Guy Fieri has an episode where he talks about Mofongo and Mofongo is a uh, is a plantain dish that we love down here, but he discovered it for the first time on his show. And he's like, Mofongo? I've never tried Mofongo. So anyway, uh, so we had Guy Fieri there signing autographs. There was a You know, by the way, I, I was in Vegas. Somebody thought I was Guy Fieri. Huh? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not getting that. Did you well, have one me of those- neither, but I signed it. I said, my guy, Guy Fieri. <laughs> Did you have one of those visors with the funky hair? I said, yes, exactly right. I said I'm his cousin, Fulanito Fieri. <laughs> Fieri. So, so Guy was there. You know, dude, I keep saying, I, maybe I've said that before. I don't know, but he's such a freaking nice guy. He really is, for right? Being, uh, for you know, for, for as like, big time as he is? Yeah. He's a Raider fan. I love the That's guy. That's the only thing I don't like about him. No, but anyway. Uh, no, the guy was really cool. He signed autographs for everybody. Uh, and then we had a, uh, so Espinosa had a, a hospitality, rented a hospitality suite and then had like their best retailers uh go out there and, and meet Guy Fieri and have a little bit of a you know what face I appreciate because there's so many celebrities, athletes, whatever, that put their names on cigars. Yep. And don't show up or don't do Yep, yep. Not not Guy. Not, no, he's not, he's not, in not it. Not the case with him. Yeah, he's in it. So we also had the uh so ST DuPont, the lighter, which is the lighter I've been using all day. It's it's my it's my favorite lighter. The uh, ST DuPont 150th anniversary. We had a little shindig to celebrate that at the Davidoff Cigar Bar. By the way, uh, I apologize. When you called me to go to PCA, yeah. my phone was off. So that's why you know, I you, answer when you invite. You screwed up. Mm-hmm. You screwed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the uh, the 150th anniversary is, I mean, badass. They unveiled this, uh, this Vegas style. So it's the first lighter. So you know how watches have complications, right? Like for example, like a, a visible and movement and things like that, and the moon phases. Those are complications in a watch. So this is the first lighter with a complication. Oh my god! Because that was pretty cool, and it was a Vegas style complication. It, it had a uh, a roulette. So <laughs> before you light your cigar, you can you can play roulette on the lighter. It was it was beautiful. I know it sounds kind of funky, but it was it was gorgeous. It was a it was something to behold. So um, 
Anyway, the uh, SD DuPont 150th very cool. 150th anniversary. That's a big deal. Mm. 150 years. That's a lot of uh, smokes. You know, that, that company started out making leather goods 150 years ago. And then one of their customers, it was like a, a Shah or a prince of some Arab country, requested, hey, with this uh, leather bag, can I have lighters? Because he was going to give them as a gift. And uh, Mr. S.T. DuPont, 150 years ago, set out to make lighters Smart and now choice. that's what they're, that's what choice, they're right? for right so right. uh we also other i'm just going to run through some quick highlights so rocky patel edge celebrated their 20th anniversary mm -hmm. so value brand right best-selling sku for rocky patel they have now a rocky patel 20th anniversary really nice smoke i had it cool uh also rocky was in, i mean he was beside himself happy about the uh, FDA regulations. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So Rocky was integral at getting those regulations lifted. By the way, politics aside, fireworks and great stuff. Great stuff. No, great amazing, FDA. amazing. Great stuff. So, uh, and, and again, Rocky does not get enough credit for the work that he does in, in helping the cigar business uh, free itself of these draconian regulations. So, thank you, Rock. Uh, Leaf by Oscar celebrated 10 years. Leaf by Oscar. I love, I love Oscar. He does so many cool things. Oscar is a great dude. Uh, so I didn't get to smoke it. He gave me some, but I didn't get to smoke it. Uh, Flor de las Antillas, uh, my father's cigars, what we're smoking today. Mm -hmm. uh, Flor de las Antillas 10 year anniversary was celebrated. So they have a, a new limited edition that they're producing. So check that out. And then I, I have to mention El Septimo which had uh, Septimo Cigars, had a $5.5 million oh. lighter. 5.5 million. I saw that. That's crazy. Lighter. Yeah. That's crazy. Insane. Insane. By the way, don't go to the airport. <laughs> Check it in. Yeah. Put it in your... <laughs> do yeah, what do not, you do with that? Do not do a carry-on with that. Do not do a carry-on. Or let me know, and I will handle it for I will hold it for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> uh, they, they also unveiled like a 100-year-old uh, champagne, uh, or sorry, cognac. Uh, yeah, it was a fun show. There was a lot of excitement at the show. I know we like to keep these episodes evergreen, but uh, but I, I, I thought we had to mention the trade show. Because well, it was it was really exciting this year. I'm looking forward to next year. I'm looking to to, to the next. PC. Listen, answer the phone when I call you. I know, dude. I know. I was charging. <laughs> I was go. charging. Yeah, my kid was on my phone on some sort of Roblox or some some sort of nonsense. I think I'm gonna invest in getting her a phone. Yeah, so. that'll that'll work. Yeah, that'll help. Good times, good times, good times. Okay, let's finish this up. And speaking of Vegas, by the way, before yep, we finish, yep, yep. Up, we got we talked about. The humidification. humidification project, you know, Boost. Great job. We talked to Omar Fernandez of Boost Humidification. Eric and Ivan sat down with him. What's up, Omar? All right. So we are here. Actually, I am here because uh, Ivan ditched us. But uh, I'm here with Omar Fernandez, National Sales Manager for Premium Tobacco for Integra Boost. Welcome, Omar. Great to be here, man. Great to have you here. Honestly, uh, we've been friends for a long time. Absolutely. We've uh, had countless conversations on this topic and many others, but we've never recorded them. We should have. We should have, but uh, we're, we aim to fix that right now. Done deal. Si quieres. 
sube el micrófono un poco porque it's either dipping down. Y entonces acércale el pop filter a Mike. And then get it a little, move it a little closer to you. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, because I see your level being a little lower. Yeah. And so now. Now it's better? Yeah. Perfect. So Integra Boost. So this episode uh, where we're doing this, where we're dropping this conversation into, uh, we've talked a lot about humidity, right? And we talked about different topics of humidity, but with you, I want to talk. I want to talk about the portability of humidity and uh, two-way humidity packs and things like that. Uh, and I guess now that I think of it, we could talk about it on humidors as well because right. people use two-way humidity packs and humidors as well. So, so Integra Boost, I think I look at Integra Boost as a mainstay in the business, but I think maybe a lot of people in some parts of the country have not heard of it. So can you give us a quick intro to what Integra Boost, uh, the company is about, Uh, where it sits in the marketplace, and and then we can get into other other things about how people should use their two-way humidity packs. Sure, yeah. So a lot of people still may have not heard of uh, Integra Boost, but uh, the parent company, Desicare, started uh, about 28 years ago in the desiccant and humectant uh, market for pharmaceutical, for food, and all sorts of different industries. And about seven years ago, it's an interesting story, uh, Our VP, Ben Blankenhorn, and our national sales director, Vaughn, were out visiting a kale chip manufacturing company. And they saw these big bags of green kale chips, as you can imagine. Um, and they said, wow, this looks like uh, looks like cannabis. And wait, were they providing uh, the desiccant, the desiccant yes. for kale? Okay. Yes. And uh, and we do oxygen absorbers as well and things of that nature. And, and uh, they said, wow, you know, maybe we could... You know, we're really good at the at, at the uh, oxygen absorption and the desiccant side. What if we get into regulating humidity? And so that's where it started about seven years ago, and that's where Integra Boost was born. Uh, they went back to the labs out of Mississippi and uh, engineers and whatnot. They got the patents on the uh, on the formula, which is glycerin and water, and and uh, and that's how it was born. And then they started in cannabis at fifty five percent and sixty two percent. And then from there, at, uh, about five years ago, they said, let's move up to premium cigar. They started smoking cigars at that time. So it's a natural progression from there. Great. And we'll get into, as you say, glycerin and water. We'll get into how these things work uh, in a little bit. But but where, so Integra Boost right now, some manufacturers already use Integra, some cigar manufacturers already use Integra Boost and put it in their boxes. Right, so sometimes you'll get, you'll buy a box of cigars and it'll have an Integra Boost pack in it. Um, yes, a lot of uh, some. So more and more manufacturers are are incorporating it into their boxes from the factory. You also have a lot of um, retailers, both brick and mortar and online retailers, that are including it with your online orders. So I'm sure a lot of people have seen them, and it's uh, they're going to be seeing a lot more pretty soon. Cool. And so you were brought on to be the national sales manager of premium tobacco products. Yeah, I guess, you know, from my experience in the industry, sure. uh, it was a lot easier um, to get somebody with some experience and uh, how to navigate this industry. It's a very small industry, as you well know. Everybody knows each other and reputation is very important. And uh, and so how to navigate those waters um, it was an easy transition. Plus, you know, the, head, the company's headquartered in Las Vegas and I'm uh, here in Miami which makes it a lot more convenient to reach out to a lot of the people that uh, need to hear more about Boost. 
Sure. Yeah. In the premium cigar business. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of cigar companies that are based down here. So, so you were brought on uh, after years of being on the, let's say, distribution side, yep. manufacturing and distribution yep. side of the cigar business. And, uh, and so you started how long ago? Um, officially, it started in March of this year. Uh, but I started working with them uh, about August of last year uh, through distribution. And uh, just the relationship kept growing, and and it was just a proper transition for me to come on board officially and represent uh, Integra in the uh, in the premium cigar industry. Okay, and so so we we mentioned that manufacturers have it uh, already shipped cigars with an Integra Boost pack in it, um, but in addition, you also sell it to the public, like the Joe consumer. Yep. They can go to our website, IntegraProducts.com, and also on Amazon. Also, the online retailers have it, and brick-and-mortar stores will will see it more and more. I mean, we were just were able to talk to a lot of uh, people and open up a lot of new accounts now at the PCA 2022 that we just got back from. And so the one of the things is you guys uh, like your, ma your main competitor is Boveda, right? Absolutely. And so you, both of you guys use like craft paper as the, uh, let's say outer for the pack shell for the pack. Yep. Um, and so what's the, so they, they look very similar except theirs is brown and yours is white. That's right. right. Yep. <clears throat> so what was the key difference between the two? I guess so. The, the, and that's probably the number one question we get is what, what makes us different from our competitor? Yeah. And it's just a different way, a different chemistry, a different formula of how to maintain relative humidity in a two-way environment for cigars. And and that's the main difference. It's it's how we do it. Uh, so, yeah, we don't have to get scientific. Right, right, right. But it's just really under the hood. They're slightly different, but they do the exact same thing. Correct. Okay. And the whole point of just to, I mean, I want to be clear because some some. People still have no idea. They just throw the pack on. Eh, I think it works. Right. Pretty awesome. Right. But it's called two-way humidity. Correct. Because it not only provides humidity, but it also removes humidity from the air. Right. So can you speak a little bit to that? Like you you drop a you know 68% pack into your little home humidor. What is that doing and how long can it do that? As as you and I both know, most humidors don't seal perfectly. So a lot of times you put a, a pack in there and um, and you it's it's dummy proof, if you will. Just put it in there and it will bring the humidity up to the, whatever the pack is. If it's 69%, it'll get it to 69% and maintain it there. Let's just say for whatever reason, your cigars were completely overhumidified and you put a pack in there, it does not need to release any water vapor it needs to remove it from the air to regulate and maintain that 69 or 72 percent in that humidor. Now, a lot of guys and, and girls out there will will have a a humidor that they are accessing very frequently, and so the humidity every time they open it, it drops. I mean, even here in in Miami, where we're at, you know, our room humidity could be 50, 55 percent year round, but people that are out west or up north, it's a lot lower. So the pack, uh, as far as the longevity of how long it's going to last, we usually say about three months, but that's also dependent on the environment and how often you access that the humidor. Yeah, how, how often do you uh, 
let's say, artificially remove the humidity by opening the, the humidor. So th the number one tip is got to be um, have a hygrometer, have oh, a, cali a calibrated hygrometer. Absolutely. I mean, if you if you're a cigar nerd like I am, and and I know you are, and a lot of listeners are, uh, we've got all the accessories, we've got all the tools, but we want to maintain that proper humidity because it's it's vital. I mean, the cigar manufacturers have taken a lot of care to cultivate the tobacco, ferment it, and age it for years, roll it, get it to us, and then we are left to hopefully enjoy them in the proper optimum humidity that we enjoy and everybody's different. So that's the number one key for me. I, I have a, um, a hygrometer that's hooked up to Wi-Fi that I can check here from my phone. And I know the graph of when it goes up and down and it usually goes down when I'm opening it. Now I tend to open it five, six times a day. So I see the spike Yeah, and it drops and, and do you, that. um, do you mind sharing which, uh, which hygrometer you use? I actually got on Amazon. It's a brand called Govee, G-O-V-E-E. -E. There you go. Very, That's very cool. That's the one that Omar uses. A lot of a lot of people have asked me, um, especially at Big Smoke and other events that we've done. And uh, some people just buy them right on the spot because I've never seen it for sale anywhere. I don't I don't even think it's, it's uh, promoted in the cigar industry. Uh, unfortunately, somebody should. Yeah. Well, if you're out there listening. Make it happen. Govee. Um, so... So we talked about the craft paper that that these packs come in, but this year, uh, when we met up uh, at the trade show, you gave me a new version of the uh, Integra Boost pack, and it feels honestly feels like a like a Cabretta leather golf glove to me. That's what I that's what I feel. I've I, heard other people say yeah. other things, but to me, it feels like the leather on a golf glove. So you guys swapped out the uh, outer shell. And you're using this. What, what is this? That is a uh, special product. Um, it's called MacTex, and it has a better permeability. So the it puts out the water vapor quicker and also recovers quicker. So it has better performance. It also is a lot more durable. I love the description of the Cabretta leather. I'm not going to mention the others because you know yeah. I'm going to keep it uh, at least PG. Yeah. PG. Um, but I love the feel. Um, it's just more durable. Uh, so is that, is that the biggest, proof. the biggest, uh, benefit of this is the durability? Cause you've said it twice now. Yes. Because, uh, with the craft paper, you also have to put a film on the inside because paper getting wet paper, is yeah. never a good idea. Um, and so instead of a two part process, it's just one part. Yeah. Just this, uh, this outer shell becomes the that's shell. It. That's it. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, this, it feels like when you're, when your hands on top of it, it feels like if you put too much weight on it, like I'm, I'm afraid that it will burst kind of the same way. I'd love for you to try to burst it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. I mean, listen, you're not going to be able to burst it. I, no, I'm pretty, I mean, if you're, you're, you're extremely try confident. Try to rip it, try to tear it. You're not getting into it. Well, that, you're pretty damn strong. <laughs> I am now wearing it. <laughs> Looks good on you though. All right, so the you know the next big question is, uh, you know, how many grams, right? Because there's all there, you got different size packs. I see the little tiny one that's like a five gram, right? Four, five, four, four gram. So the little one's four gram, and then you've got eight after that. Okay, so can you give us a quick, uh, almost like a is there a rule of thumb 
for how many cigars for how many or how many grams for how many cigars so i've got a you know a little 15 count cigar caddy i'm um, going you know to a buddy's house and i want to take my cigars and i live out in arizona hmm. so uh yeah how many grams am i using for this little 15 counter or, or a 20 count caddy yeah so in, in the retail market there's it, it, it jumps from eight gram to 67 gram and there's nobody, nothing in the middle. Nobody wanted line. to do one in between those. Okay, <laughs> so, you know, now that you suggested it, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely uh, put that that request in. But I would tell you to put a 67 gram in your 15 count, uh, especially in an area so dry as Arizona. It's not gonna overhumidify your cigars. Okay, so you can't overdo it with no, the grams. No, so it's just gonna I buy went, you more time. I went nutty and I went with the old giant one. What is it? The 420 or something? 120. Yeah, I didn't want to even fit in your caddy, but no, that if you had a 30 count, 40 count cigar humidor and you put the 420 in there it's just gonna last longer okay so when in doubt more go with the bigger one yeah okay i'm i'm fine with that yeah so and the uh the four gram just so that so we know that's a that's a that's a few cigars that's a, you know four, you, four or five so you go to you, a lot of times you go to some retailers and you'll buy uh three cigars you're gonna go play golf and they give yeah. you a little ziploc baggie uh, whatever brand in there and they and they usually have them right on the counter for sale Oh, or they'll give it to you. They'll throw it in your little baggie. They know you're playing golf. You're going to the beach. You're going hiking, whatever you're going to do. And uh, and that'll take care of your cigars, not only for, for that day, but maybe you're going out for the weekend. Anything more than that, if you're going to go five, six cigars, I'd tell you to go to the eight gram. And then anything more than that, jump to 67. Okay. So the only thing I will tell you is never mix the percentages. You don't want to put, let's say you want to go overboard. Hey, it's really dry or I've got a I'm lot of throw two of these puppies. I'm going to throw there. two or three and I'm going to put two 72% and one 69%. Don't do that because then they're competing with one another. So always stick to the same percentage of hum relative humidity. Always stick to the same and always go big or go home. Absolutely. Or go big and go home. And go home. If you're buying <laughs> the cigars to go home. Yeah. So, uh, and then... Let's talk about actual humidity level. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the in the show, I go for sixty eight. That's my sort of uh, preference when when humidifying cigars. I prefer to go sixty eight or even a hair drier. Okay, I'm okay with a little drier. Uh, cigars burn nicely for me that way. Uh, I don't, you know. I don't like, uh, obviously you can't go so dry that, that then I used to crack, right? Right, right. But 66, 67, 68, I'm happy there. I don't like to go over. I don't like my cigars to get spongy. I don't even want them near the neighborhood of spongy people. Yep. <laughs> yep. So yep. I, I like I like my cigars to, to burn well. So what, what are your thoughts on this? What are your recommendations? Uh, you know, is there, again, a little bit of a rule of thumb here? I'm on the same boat as you. So I tend to use the 69% pack. And Jim, uh, Jim likes the 69%. Yeah. Pack. Yeah. 69% is, is excellent. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a great, uh, non round number and easy to remember, easy for to Jim. remember for Jim and for many of us. So, uh, that's the one I, I, I tend to use the most. However, after talking to a lot of people, depending on the region that they live in, weather and so on and so forth. And also personal preference. Some people like their cigars a little more moist. They want to go 72%. They want to go 75%. However, e just because you like 69, if you have a, a humidor that doesn't seal well, or even the, even the portable caddies, it might be leaking and you might have to use a 72% to get to your 67. 
because it's constantly pumping that humidity out. So your cigars are competing with the leak that you might have. So or you've the got humidity it. pack and the cigars exactly. are all, this is like a, a... Right. That's why it's so important to have a hygrometer, a hygrometer that works. Yeah. So that you know what you need to know to keep the cigars at the level that you like to enjoy them. I know you're very specific with that. I don't like a wet cigar either. I, th I think they get a lot very bitter. They You've do. got that moisture chasing coming towards your mouth. Yep. You cannot nub it if you're really enjoying it because it's just a ball of tar. Yeah, it's going to get nasty at the end. So, and it tends to burn better, a little faster when they're on the dry side, but I think it's much more enjoyable. So yeah, you know, you, you just have to really, uh, and, and listen, they're disposable. They're, they're, once they're done, they're done. You know, you don't want to mess with trying to, to recharge them, if you will. And I know there's videos online on how to do that, but you're then changing the chemistry and, uh, and it's not, it, it really, be, they really become just a one way after that. And that's not really what, what you want to maintain the optimum level for your cigars. I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, obviously you guys are in the business of selling these things. Right. So you don't obviously don't want people recharging, but is there a real, <clears throat> I think you just mentioned a few, but is there a real reason not to recharge? Yeah, it, it, it's never going to perform to that stated percentage. Uh, when they're packed, this is all, it's chemistry really. And um, we, you know, we distilled our own water that goes in there. The glycerin is, is pharmaceutical grade and it's, and there's a whole process behind it. That's why there's, a, you know, it's protected with a patent and whatnot. So um, I shouldn't recharge using Florida's finest tap water. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You don't listen, you, we spend enough money on plenty of money on our cigars and, and, uh, just to, 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 to be worrying about a couple of dollars. I just don't, I just don't see the point. Yep. I, I'm with you. Um, let me ask you, is there. And I may be putting you on the spot, and if I am, I'm sorry. But is there a place where people can go, maybe on Integra's website, uh, where they can kind of get a rule of thumb for, or a little guide for the quantities, or do you want to just rattle them off and let people write them down? No, we have we have it on the website, and uh, and if you do a Google search for Integra Boost uh, Size Guide, okay. it'll pop up even on Google Images. It'll go down. Uh, and it's weird. You'll find one for cannabis, so it'll be in in ounces or grams of uh, of uh, organic material. Um, so, okay. and there's also a cigar one in there that goes up from four gram all the way to the to our industry leading four hundred twenty gram size. All right. So industry leading four hundred twenty gram size. I'm not aware of anybody other than you know other than ourselves that's making a pack bigger than three hundred twenty gram, which we also have, but it's four hundred twenty grams. Yeah, I mean, we have them in the in our in our big cabinets. Yeah, so five pounds of tobacco, you can maintain with that. Yeah, we have uh, we have multiple thanks to you because you have pounds of tobacco. <laughs> yeah, 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 we definitely have pounds. Uh, so what is it? They, my money don't jingle; it folds. It folds. My uh, <laughs> my cigars aren't in grams; they're in pounds. In pounds. <laughs> All right, so so let's talk. Uh, you know, what about the future of this two way humidity? pack business what is the what is the future where, where do you go from here i mean you guys have have uh so that's a lot of innovation in this you know this little pack that you throw in with your cigars what else what else do you do beyond two-way humidity well right now we're um we just uh, came out uh not too long ago with a infusion pack a humidity pack to infuse cannabis with terpenes these are 
naturally occurring Let's compounds. Terpenes, yeah, yeah, naturally occurring compounds that are found in every plant plant product, right? Yeah, any fruit, vegetables. And so there we've isolated seven terpenes that are available that are found in many strains of cannabis. And so within one to three days, you can infuse your cannabis with these terpenes to enhance it or to gain a more effect without using any THC or anything of that sort. And we're going to make those infusion packs leaning towards uh, for the cigar industry with different flavors. So that's and, pretty damn cool. Yeah, scotch, uh, bourbon, so you, rum, you'll be coffee. <clears throat> okay, so so that's that's pretty neat. So right now it only works for for cannabis, or it's only let's say uh, FDA approved. Or, yeah, I'm going to try. The, what's the term here? Yeah. So this is it's it's approved in every state, every single state. It's legal, and um, I haven't tried it myself. I know some people that have, but but those terpenes using are not a terpene found. on a cigar you're talking about yeah but it's they're not they're not found in it so it's not a natural thing at least for me and I, I don't know I've, I've smelled them and and i just it doesn't uh, go hand in hand yet so we're looking to develop that now so that it goes hand in hand with the cigar to augment the natural flavors of the cigar already so we're talking about like so cigars obviously are aged in cedar spanish cedar was my number one choice yeah yeah because i mean you know, the aroma of cedar, Spanish cedar specifically, in cigars is uh, is a thing of beauty. So, man, that's interesting, though. You would be enhancing the aroma of Spanish cedar in an existing cigar. Correct. I mean, a lot of times people, especially people that don't smoke cigars, or, or even some that smoke cigars, they smell a cigar, and they're like, oh, it smells like a Cuban cigar. And it's usually because Cuban cigars come in Spanish cedar boxes, and the uh, New World cigars that we have in this country there's not a there's not Spanish cedar in Nicaragua and Honduras and whatnot. It's so Nicar it's Nicaraguan cedar, yeah, and so, Honduran cedar. And Honduran cedar. <laughs> so, to be able to put that that um, that essence, that aroma, impart it into the cigar, which goes hand in hand. This opens up all kinds of like like a refrijole. Well, yeah, I know, but but the concept of enhancing a cigar, I mean, I, I know you're not you don't want to say artificially, but it is artificial, mm -hmm. right? That didn't come. Uh, even though aging it, it in, 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 Spanish, in cedar. Spanish cedar is sort of, are also artificially, but but natural to uh, the industry and correct, it is tradition within tradition. the business. Mm -hmm. So this is a uh, this would this would be a semi sort of controversial controversial topic at some point if and when this comes to fruition. Maybe, but um, at the same time, I've met many people, including myself, that have put a thimble of Cuban coffee or rum or something, a uh, small humidor to try I've to impart. Been, listen, I've been in plenty of cigar companies yeah. where the owners, these old dudes will experiment and do that in their humidor, yep. in their personal humidor, not, yep. not, at, not yep. at, the, at the level of, of making production cigars with it, but in their personal humidors, they'll have uh, a little thimble. I've, I've seen that yep. several times. Uh, so yeah, it's interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see when that comes out. I am experimental it. by nature. I like to try all these different things. So I, I would be down to try that. Um, but man, that's, I mean, that really makes it hard, let's say, when we're doing ratings and whatnot, right? Like, what do you do? Because, for example, in the magazine, we don't rate infused cigars. Right. But 
or if the manufacturer you don't rate infused the cigars that you know have been infused correct that we know that's right so this would be a uh sliding one past the goalie there the old no, five I, hole but it's not going to be I, I don't think it's a product for for manufacturers per se i i see this more for the consumer so they bring back their favorite cigar and they're going to use a boost pack to maintain their humidity. You know what? What? Yes. Why not? You know what this reminds Span me of? I mean, listen, if you have a high quality humidor, it's Spanish cedar. Now, you, you know don't want that, that aroma to go away. You, you know what it reminds me of? In the beer industry, there was a time, and I imagine it's probably still a thing, but there was a time when people were infusing their beer with certain like, orange peel mm. or, heck, we have one here on the shelf. We have an infuser here for spirits really yeah and so but there was a time i remember i went to uh to a, a craft beer festival years ago i'm talking like what, like seven years ago or so hmm. and uh and so i went to the dogfish dogfish a, a popular craft beer yep i went to the dogfish um booth and they had an infuser coming off the tap and then it ran this very chocolatey beer that they had it was called palo santo hmm uh, so dogfish palo santo, and they ran it through, uh, coconut shavings. Wow. And so as the beer was pouring from the tap, it would run through this infuser, get. How to do it? Oh, yep. Yeah. And then I it ran it. through I the coconut flakes and then into your glass. Holy smokes. I mean, that was, it was awesome. That is interesting. And I'm, so, you know, so this, that's what this reminds me of like it, that you can at home. Take it to another level. Yeah. A product that you already love and take it to another level. That's it. And Very that, interesting. That, you know, we have the whole um, FDA looming still. Um, but what you do in your in your home is is different. So that's why I don't see it on the manufacturer side. They frown upon that right now. And um, I'm not a you know a big fan of flavored cigars. Uh, but I know that people enjoy them. And it's not so much to 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 change what the you know you and i enjoy premium cigars we don't want to change what the master blender and the owner or the factory was trying to put out it's something that is going to be beneficial to the consumer that would enjoy that the consumer more. that has the free choice to do that of and course. whoever doesn't doesn't want to that's right yeah that's right yeah. but at that's least pretty interesting man. even for somebody that, like myself that doesn't that doesn't partake of flavored cigars i could see myself using a boost humidity pack that has Spanish cedar aroma, yeah. natural Spanish cedar. So I'm really looking forward to that. So that they would have to isolate the terpene yes. that produces that specific aroma in Spanish that cedar. Essence. Yep. And then that is fascinating stuff, man. Chemistry, chemistry. Damn, I should have paid attention in high school. I know, both of us. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, no, my brother, thank you. Thank you so much for imparting your knowledge upon our listenership. Uh, again, you know how we feel about you, man. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for spending time with us. And keep up the, the good work, man. Thank you for having me and uh, keep up the great work, my friend. All right, thanks. Bye. If you're like me and look forward to cozying up to a warm fireplace after a long day on the range, kicking off your boots and settling into a nice big bowl of chili con queso, then you'd love the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua. 
This Dominican-made Nicaraguan puro is a bold new blend with tons of flavor made with the same craftsmanship that has made La Aurora cigars one of the oldest and premium cigar makers in all the world. Started in the Dominican Republic in 1903, La Aurora Cigars was founded by the young Eduardo Leon Jimenez, who set out to fulfill his dream of making great cigars. Today, over a century later, La Aurora has a presence in five continents and more than a thousand employees. The original La Aurora 107 was released in 2010, commemorating the company's 107 years in business. Now the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua brings a bolder new profile to smokers who have become accustomed to smoking the consistent quality and excellence of La Aurora cigars. The 107 Nicaragua comes to life with a diverse array of spicy notes accompanied by a subtle touch of leather. A rich balance of earth, wood, and floral notes flourishes deeper into the smoke with a characteristic pinch of licorice and walnut on the finish. Made in four sizes, a 7x47 Churchill, 6x58 Grand Toro, 5.5x54 Toro, and a 5x50 Robusto, the La Aurora 107 Nicaragua is a perfect complement to any rum cocktail, steak dinner, or even my famous chili con queso. Go on out and get yourself one and tell them Jasper sent you. I'll tell you what. It's 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 sort of the, the the foundation of cigars, the humidification project, you know. So so thank you to to Omar Fernandez of Boost. Yep, who who makes a hell of a good product, you know. Yeah, no that that product is is kicking ass. That along with Boveda are your options, as far as I see it, uh, for humidifying your cigars, especially in a. I mean, listen, plenty of humidors nowadays yeah. include slots for your Boost pack or your Boveda pack. Um, but when it comes for us as consumers, mm-hmm. as, uh, as your option for travel humidification, portable humidification, man, there's no better choice than booster Boveda. Well, I'll tell you there, there's a box right in front of me. I'm going to have to like, you know, snag, snag some know, sticky fingers. On I also one. little quick shout out to Rob from Boveda. We went and had uh, a little adventure for dinner. Uh, <laughs> that was a good time. A little Vegas adventure. Uh, so shout out to, to Rob. Good dude. So good times. Listen, so let's wrap this up. It's been a fun episode. A lot going on. A lot to unpack on this episode here of the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. So where are we as we finish up on this My Father, Le Bijou, 1922, 100, or Cien Años? Yeah, so I, I'm I'm with, I don't know if maybe I was a little behind you, but now I get that like red pepper sweetness that I wasn't getting before. So it's almost like, Red pepper slash like ripe fruit sweetness mm-hmm. with the cigar. Uh, and that now, uh, again, in the final third of the cigar, now that comes in and complement complements that like earthiness that it has. So really nice smoke, taking us on a on a journey, as we like to say, an adventure. Great journey, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So I, really cool smoke. I agree with Jim. I mean, this is, it almost feels like a, a regal, you know, <laughs> cigar, you know, I, I'm not playing golf with this. I'm not throwing oh, it down on the floor and picking it up. I'm not having it, whatever, with a biscotti for breakfast. <laughs> I'm, you have your cigars with biscotti? Huh. Yeah, and a, cu- and a cup of coffee in the All morning. Right. I'm not, morning, I'm not morning, doing that. Morning, morning. No, no. no, this is more of a, I don't want to say it's a special occasion cigar, but I'm having it after a nice meal with a great 
blended scotch whiskey or a nice red wine. It's, I would say this is an accomplishment cigar. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, it's opulent. I mean, you can tell by the band, right? The 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 band always it sets you up. I always say that when when I see a cigar company and they don't they don't put enough effort into the band, mm-hmm. uh, I'm always like, well, you know, like you have to set up your your consumer. Like, what is he in for here, right? So, like for example, when the the tatuaje came out with that brown, very simple brown label, and you think you think, oh, it's just a simple brown label, but it was a throwback to Cuban cigars, and so that's what he was going for, and he was setting you up. When you smoke a Davidoff white label with the gold lettering, it sets you up. You know this is going to be a fine product. This it's an opulent band. It's beautiful. Le Bijou, which uh, which I believe is like the jewel in French. So yeah, the product sets you up. So yeah, I, I think this isn't a golf course cigar. No question about it. Also too strong. I don't know. Do you smoke strong cigars in golf? I, I don't. I smoke whatever. And I. <laughs> No, no I, I, like trust me, I'm the driver, cigar. so I know he smokes whatever. <laughs> I just don't want to throw something that I really want to appreciate, you know, while while I'm smoking. I mean, we we get a lot of stuff here at at the cigar snob uh, HQ HQ, but um, but it's something that I'd I'd rather not, you know, I don't mind throwing on the floor or throwing in a whatever and in, in the on a, on a clip on a golf on a golf cart. This is something that I want to take care of and like you know very appreciate pay attention yeah pay attention puff by puff hey really quick uh do us a favor like like uh give us the five stars if you like the show mm-hmm. write a review on apple podcast if you listen to it on this platform help us out throw 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 us a bone yeah, it, and, and if you're something that we need to smoke let us know yeah let yeah yeah, know. yeah no doubt about questions it. at cigar snob mag.com listen twitter and Instagram is Cigar Snob Mag. Yep. Follow us there. Check out lots of great stuff, pictures, all sorts of good stuff. And of course, right here, wherever you get your fine podcasts, mm-hmm. right here, Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Listen, great stuff. So we're going to wrap it up. What did we learn today? I start with you, Eric. Well, listen, The what I learned is that these two old guys, rest in peace, Don Carlo Fuente and Jose Orlando Padron. Those guys knew their whiskey. Oh, yeah. The two best whiskeys we smoked in this four-whiskey roundup, to me, for my palate, holy crap, that uh, Pinch and that Chivas Regal, man, awesome. So those guys knew knew what they were knew what they were drinking along with oh, yeah. the cigars that they were making. So as far as things that I've learned... Um, is that humidification isn't just the thing for geeks mm-hmm. because I I've, I've always treated it like that. I've, I've, I, it's been something that's not been high up on my priority list when I've been smoking cigars and buying cigars and collecting cigars and smoking cigars. Humidification is a, it's an important part of it. I mean, I have to take care of my friends, humidors. <laughs> uh, when I go over to their place, I'm the one that maintains <laughs> it. But I mean, you have products like boost, like Boveda that, it really, it's it's set it and forget it where you can just throw them yep. in there and you don't really have to be on top of it. And then you you can preserve, you know, all this investment that you do into your cigar collection. So it's a it's an important thing that's not just for geeks. Well, I learned two things today. Number one, it's good to get out of your comfort zone. Smoke a cigar you're not used to smoking. Wait it out. Do your thing. And this is my father, not my profile, but I've loved it. I absolutely loved it. And second, man, I miss Sean Connery. Yeah. 
Yep. <laughs> Old Sean. Just like a cigar smoker, bring a Vitola. I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't know where you're going with that. I don't know. I just don't want to say the word. But listen, we, we love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hit us up. Five star these reviews, uh, these podcasts. Let us know what you're thinking. We love you. We love hanging out with you. And I love hanging out with you guys. For Eric, for Ivan, for our producer, Nat, who, by the way, she's got her work cut out for. She's, she's yeah, going to hit the pinch and the Shivas and all this stuff. We will talk to you next week. I'm Jim Rodriguez on the Cigar Snob Magazine podcast. Later, y'all. Cheers. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.